And now, prepare your hearts as we welcome God's servant this morning. Lord, we are on our knees this morning, crying out to you. The earth will pass away. All the things we know will pass. But your word abides forever. And if there's anything we need, Lord Jesus, it's you. As we prepare to hear your word, give us you. Everything else can wait. Our problems can wait. Our challenges can wait. Our possessions can wait. Our families can wait. Our needs can wait. Ourselves can wait. Our prayer is the Lord give us you this morning. And we know when we have you, we have everything else. The Bible tells of the story of a merchant who found that precious thing in the fields. He went home. He sold everything he possessed to buy that field because it had you. Once we have you, life becomes meaningful. Once we have you, we have eternal life. Once we have you, we have victory over everything in this life. Lord, just give us you this morning. If there is any heart here that has not desired you, if there is any heart here that has not committed to you, if there is any heart here that is still indecisive about whether to hold on to you or not, let this word bring transformation. Let this word bring a decision that at the end of it all, we will live here holding on to you and holding on fast and strong. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. And happy Father's Day to all the, like Kuku, you say, responsible fathers in this house. <laughs> but we also want to wish our father, Dr. Michael Bodinyamiche, this morning a happy Father's Day. Oh, let's do it better. Let's do it better for him. He's our father, he's our mentor, he's our guide, he's our spiritual cover, he's everything. And we honor him this morning. Wherever he is, we honor him, we salute him as the father of this great ministry. And I also want to wish all the men here a happy Father's Day. May God continue to make you leaders in your homes and in your communities. May you be fathers in the true sense of the word. May you be heads in your homes and wherever God places you. Amen. It's still the month of impact. And this morning, I think my message will be one of the shortest ever. So we will close very early today. Um, I think it will also bless you, regardless of it being short and straight to the point. It will also bless your life if you can open up your heart and receive the word this morning. And the title of my sermon is Light to a Dark World. Light to a Dark World. I'll read three scriptures 
And when we are done, I will share with you what the Holy Spirit shared with me to share this morning. Kindly turn with me to Matthew 5, 4, 6, 14 to 16. And it has been our anchor scripture, and I know most of you can recite it by now. Um, but we'll still read regardless. Matthew 5, 14 to 16. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. So let your light shine before men, so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Turn with me now to Isaiah 60, also very popular, and I'm reading verses 2 to 3. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your light. Finally, let's go to Isaiah 49, and I'm reading verse 6. Isaiah 49, and I'm reading verse 6. Indeed, he says, and that is the Lord speaking, it is too small a thing that you should just be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. It is too small a thing. What I need you to do is this. I will also give you as light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. In addition to raising up the tribes of Jacob, in addition to being my servant, being saved, I will also give you as light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation. Amen. This morning, my message to you is very simple. There is no real impact without Jesus. There can never be any impact without Jesus. About two weeks ago, the Holy Spirit woke me up very early or in the middle of the night and shared a few things that I, he wanted me to share with you. And it got me thinking, and it got me considering all these things that we have been sharing with you about impact. And when my voice is low like this, you know I'm in a very serious mood. So bear with me. I won't be screaming. It will be very calm this morning. You know the weather is very calm, you see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Holy Spirit said to me, the church as we have it today has become one that is more interested in proclaiming that they are light rather than being light. The church as we have it now has become a people that is interested to command darkness to leave. But let them know 
that light does not command darkness. At the entrance of light, darkness gives way. The church has now become a group of people that are just interested in lighting themselves, seated in one place. Their light is shining to one another. And because of that, the world is not getting the impact of my death and my resurrection. There can be no impact until Jesus is in the picture. The one and only way you can say that you have impacted somebody's life is when you have shown the person Jesus. Jesus is the reason for our being. Jesus is the reason why you and I have been able to turn over our lives. All the things that we do that we claim to impact lives only works on the exterior of man. It is only Jesus that gets into a dark man and is able to light that man from within so that it shines on the outside. Until you have given your child Jesus, you have given him nothing. Until you have given your neighbor Jesus, you have not impacted their lives. The work that you provide for them, the monies that you give them, the directions that you show them, outside of Jesus is nothing. But the church has become silent. In Genesis 1, we are told of creation and how the world was dark, without form and void. Darkness ruled over the earth. Deep darkness covered the earth. When we talk about this darkness, we are not talking about darkness that is the absence of the sun or the moon. We are talking about darkness that is evil. Darkness that brings confusion and disaster. Darkness that causes man to lose his way. And the first thing God thought to do was to create light out of darkness. He called forth light. And this light was his glory. How do I know? It was later in Genesis 1 down the scripture on the fourth day when you see God creating sunlight and the moon. That tells you that this light that he called forth was not the sun. We are not talk, when we talk about darkness and light, we are not talking about light from bulbs or light from the sun. This light that we talk about is the light that came into this world. He came that we will have life and have it in abundance. God called light out of darkness. God's glory manifested on the first day of creation. Somehow we lost our connection to God. And that darkness dwelt over the earth. Isaiah 60 says that, Behold, the world is in darkness, deep darkness. This kind of darkness will cause a man to sleep with a man. 
This is the darkness that will cause somebody in the prime of his life doing so well to turn to cocaine and become addicted and lose his life and lose his possessions. This is darkness. This is the darkness that will cause a brother to kill a brother for money. Deep darkness covers the earth. The psalmist says that the heart of man is desperately wicked because the heart of man is steeped in darkness. That darkness can only be overcome by light. And that light is Jesus. You can have all the money in the world. If you don't have Jesus, you dwell in darkness. You can be the most beautiful person on the face of the earth. And I have seen some of the most beautiful people become ones with the lowest self-esteem ever. Darkness. You can be the most hard-working person on the face of the earth, but somehow your life never amounts to anything. Darkness. And Isaiah is saying that arise and shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Why? Because God wants you and I to become the light that goes into this dark world and shine forth and affect the world and impact the world with this light. Let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good works. They may see Christ in your life. And the glory that departed because we had sinned. That glory will be restored. In the lives of men. Today all I want to share with you is this. We have spoken about sharing Christ. Evangelism. We have pleaded. We have begged. We have encouraged you. We have told you. That the reason Christ called us is not so that we become light shining among light, but that we become a light to a dark world. Somehow we have become interested in proclaiming that we are Christians, but we avoid the core of our calling, and the core is this. Have you brought anybody to Jesus yet? When the light came into the world and shone among us, he said, once I leave, I am going to put that light inside of you. And that light is the Holy Spirit. And once that light comes, you become a candle that is supposed to touch other people. And as you touch other people, they also light other people. And the light that we continue to light each other becomes the light that shines in this dark world. But somehow you have been lit as a candle. But you are stuck in the church. Your candle refuses to light other candles. The world is still suffering in darkness because we just enjoy declaring that we are lights. Oh, I'm a Christian. Oh, I go to church at the Hope Arena where we are desperately looking for people to love. Oh, where do you go to church? Oh, my church is nicer than yours. Come and see my church. 
the choir, we dance, we, 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 we enjoy church, we eat after church. Oh, my church. Oh, my church. Let your light shine before men in the world. That they will see your good works. They will see Christ in you. They will see Jesus in you. And they will look at you and their lives will be lighted by that Jesus that is in you. How much of Jesus is in you? In that office, in that home, in that neighborhood, in that community. Can somebody just look at your life and come to you and say, I need Jesus in my life too. Well, maybe they won't come. But have you opened your mouth to say, I have light and I am ready to give you light because it is only this light that can shine from within you and allow you to be a light to the rest of the people around you. I have seen men who were discarded in life. The world thought their lives were over. Until they found Jesus. In the Bible, I remember that demoniac who had been cast out from the city and was sitting in the cemetery, dangerous and bound. Oh, he wasn't part of the human environment until he found Jesus. Until that light began to shine. And he saw that light. And that darkness immediately came to that light. And said, Master, help me. How can we be light? And all our prayer is trying to dispel darkness. Then your light is not shining enough. When you have to beg darkness to leave your life. Or to leave your community. Or to leave your marriage. Or to leave your home. Then you have to ask yourself questions. How much light do I have inside of me? He said in Isaiah 49. That I haven't called you only to raise up my people in the house of God. But I have called you so that you will be a light to a dark world. Your prayer should be that give me you. Let everything else wait. Your prayer should be that, Lord, make me a light to this dark world. Sometimes we are not sure of this calling because we don't even know that we have been lighted. Some of us are struggling to even believe that God has given us power over darkness. Some of us can't even imagine that we have been called and not just called, but given a mandate. And that mandate comes with authority. And that authority says that as you go in my name, you will drink poisonous substances and it cannot harm you. You will step on scorpions and it cannot bite you. You will cast out demons. When demons see you, they flee. Why? Because you are light. But you cannot shine when this light continues to flirt with darkness. If you are light, be light. If you are light and you continue to have escapades, 
with darkness, then how can you shine and shine brightly so that the darkness cannot comprehend you? You know, sometimes, even as believers, you tell somebody I'm a Christian and they laugh. Hey, sorry. It's a sad commentary. Sometimes you say you are a Christian and people are wondering. So what is this Christianity? Because this person, the life that we are living, they live in the same thing. So what is the difference? Why can we not shine? Because we are desperately trying to be like a dark world. The world needs us. The world needs Jesus. The world needs you and I to stand up and share Christ with them. The world needs you to come in and command every darkness to leave. The world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The world is desperately waiting for the day that you step out as light. You stop hiding under that basket and step out on the mountaintop and shine so bright that you cannot be ignored. All I'm telling you this morning is that the world needs Jesus. But you can only go out and tell the world about Jesus when Jesus is inside of you. And Jesus has taken over your life. And you have surrendered completely and totally. And you have said that the world behind me and the cross before me. The world is waiting for you. That brother is waiting for you. That sister is waiting for you. That boss is waiting for you. That child that you are, pre you are speaking to in that classroom is waiting for you. It's okay. It's beautiful to go out there and impact people and tell them that they can do well economically. It's okay, like Jennifer did, to go out there and share their, their, build their self-esteem. It is okay. But I am telling you this morning that all of that minus Jesus... It's nothing. So I can encourage you to do well. I can encourage you to work hard. I can encourage you to pay somebody's school fees if need be. I can encourage you to take care of some orphans. But if there's any encouragement that I will ever give you in this life, that encouragement this morning is that give somebody Jesus. Give somebody Jesus. Because that education may amount to nothing without Jesus. I have seen professors who may end up in hell. It's almost as if the more they know, the stupider they get. It's almost as if they know more, the more they know about the things of the world, the more the enemy tries to convince them that there is no God. I have seen rich people commit suicide. It's never about money. Impact is never about our external well-being. The only way we can make real impact is to give the world Jesus. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. 
I'm going to let it shine in that small corner office. I'm going to let it shine in that small home. From tomorrow, I am determining in my spirit that when I sit in that taxi, I'm going to let my light shine. I'm going to open my mouth and tell somebody about Jesus. Not just tell somebody about Jesus, but also hold somebody's hand and let them grow in Jesus. The greatest impact I will make in my life is not how big this church becomes. That's a very wrong assessment. I can engage people to come and start doing some fake miracles in this place like everybody else is doing. Somebody will come in limping and I will touch their leg and they will be healed and I would go on Facebook and get information and start giving some prophetic word. And this church will be full. Trust me. But that is no light. The greatest story of my life will be when I can look at somebody and be able to say that because of what I did with my life, that person found Jesus and that person has grown in Jesus. That when I look at that person five years from now, ten years from now, I see them touching other lives with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I can rest and say that I made impact. The world is crying for Jesus. Anywhere Jesus, the, the knowledge of Jesus goes down, those places begin to turn around. Now go to Europe. No churches. They think they arrived. They think their social systems and health care and whatever was enough. Churches are empty. So yes, men will sleep with men and women will sleep with women. Yes, it will become okay for a man to marry his sister and it will become law that a man can sleep with an animal. That is the world without Jesus. The world without Jesus is full of hatred and suffering and pain. The world without Jesus is one of chaos and confusion and darkness. This morning, all I want to share with you is this. When you have Jesus, you have everything. And all it takes for you is to continue to grow in that Jesus Continue to have more of this light inside of you. The more you stay connected to this light, the brighter you shine. This light, once you disconnect, your light begins to dim. And darkness begins to overtake your life. This day, tell yourself, surrender in your heart that I am going to connect to this Jesus. I am going to stay under his feet. I am going to surrender my life, my thoughts, my actions. I am going to desire more of this Jesus. 
it is going to be my life's dream that it will not be said that once upon a time she was on fire for Jesus. But now we can't say the same. Oh, she started out very well. She used to sing in the choir. Now she's performing on stage with sexy dancers. It won't be said, oh, Pastor Bohema used to preach so well. And she loved people. And, oh, but now, even when you want to see her, you have to go through three bodyguards. And all she cares about is traveling and buying big cars. And Oh, it won't be said that that girl used to be in church all the time. That guy, he used to. And, 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 and when he thought he had arrived, God had blessed him. All of a sudden, he realized that the church was boring. But it will be said that you grew from grace to grace, from wisdom to wisdom, from light to greater light, that your light will continue to shine, that the dark world will be lighted by your life. I feel led to ask, how many of us are willing to go and light a dark world? All it takes for you is to light one candle. Don't think about converting the whole Ghana. Think about converting one person. One person. I want to know how many of us will join me. When the Holy Spirit woke me up, it was almost as if he was grieving that the church had become light, but useless light. And even in this country, we are told that we are 70%, 75% Christians. But somehow, the Christians are the same people taking the bribe. The so-called Christians are the same people cheating. And, 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 and the interesting one is 31st night. They will come and do the 12 o'clock and finish and go to the club. No, some of them didn't go to the club before. Then the 12 has to happen in church. So they will come to church and cross over into the next year and go and join the Syrup party happening at Carbon. Amen. <laughs> How is it that we are 70% Christians, but this country is going nowhere? It's because we only shine on Sundays when we come to church. And we are useless because we are shining in light. Everybody that has given their lives to Christ is light. We don't need your light in the church. We need your light outside of the church. How many of us commit with me today that this is going to be our life's dream? Happily enough, you don't need money to tell somebody about Jesus. When we started the month of impact, we were all thinking, sometimes you think you have to make a lot of money to touch somebody's life. But with this, all you need is your mouth and your conviction and your passion that you ought to be light.
and light somebody's life. You are silent. Somebody may end up committing suicide because you are silent. Somebody may end up in jail because you are silent. Somebody may end up pregnant at 14 because we are silent. My prayer today is that we will commit, God will touch our hearts for us to walk with this knowledge that to make impact, all you need is to tell somebody about Jesus. To make impact, all you need is to hold somebody's hand and lead them to Christ. Once you can get Christ into their hearts and into their lives, you have changed their lives forever. All your children need is not to leave them the houses and the cars and some of those houses and cars end up being sold and the money used to buy more drugs. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children and his children's children. And that inheritance is Christ Jesus. Fathers in this house, if you want to leave an inheritance for your children, teach them Christ. Hold their hands and take them to the house of God. And train them in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Then you leave an inheritance for those children. I pray that all of us here this morning will commit in our hearts that we will be light to a dark world. And as you begin to shine, the beautiful thing is that the glory of the Lord will arise over your life. Because you become a signpost for God. God doesn't want dirty signposts and signposts that are not prosperous and signposts that don't speak of the glory of God. When we talk about the glory of God, we talk about man having lived his purpose. We talk about the goodness of God. The glory of God is God himself. As the glory of the Lord arises over you and you begin to share that glory, Gentiles will come to the brightness of your life. Kings will come to the brightness of your life. Wealth will come to the brightness of your life. As you determine in your spirit that you are going to be a light that shows forth the glory of God. Listen to me. God is not unfaithful. That is why he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added. All you need to do today is determine that you will be a sign and, and a, a signpost for God. And as you do, the God of glory will arise over your life and kings will come to the brightness of your light. Stop praying for wealth. Stop praying for things. Stop praying for long life. Long life to do what? They for long life. I have an uncle like that. But he's afraid to die. What, what are you doing? Yes, if I always scan the head. Now this scans all your day. Hope at 70. You are praying for long life to do what? 
When you begin to walk in that light, and you begin to become that light, long health is only a bonus. Long living is a bonus. Health is a bonus. The good things of this world will come to you. The silver, the gold, it belongs to the one that you are shining for. Two things I leave with you as I round up. Get more of Jesus inside of you. Surrender all of you. You cannot connect to this light until you stay connected. Staying connected means that you, you hate sin and you commit your all to this God who has called you. And after you have done that, let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and they will glorify your Father in heaven. And as you do, may the God who has called us, the God who has brought us into this faith, the God who has been gracious to us and kept us, the God who gave us second chances, third chances, fourth chances, the God who is a rewarder of them that seek him diligently. As you begin to show forth his light, as you begin to open your mouth and tell somebody about Jesus, I pray that that God will be faithful to you and that God will reward you and that God will give you strength and health and wealth and everything that you desire for life and godliness. Shall we stand? And this morning, you just want to go to God and say, Lord, I want to stay connected. I, I want to stay connected. For 25 minutes, we are going to go into worship. You know your life. Maybe you are even connected, but talking to somebody about Jesus is not part of your life. How can you impact a life without Jesus? The money you give to them may run out. Sometimes you, the one giving the inspiration, you get uninspired yourself. Sometimes you, the one that is giving hope. Why can't you hopeless? There are days that you wake up, no matter how inspiring you are, you, you yourself, you need inspiration. But if you give that person Jesus, they know how to inspire themselves from the word of God. You can give somebody an education, but they may finish that school and still their lives will amount to nothing. Where is impact without Jesus? As we go into worship, let it be your prayer. That Lord, from today, I want to impact somebody's life with Jesus. I won't be able to open my mouth and introduce somebody to Christ. It's not about church. It's not about religion. It, it's, it's not about any of those. It, it is about Jesus. You want to pray and say that, Lord, I want my life to be impactful. But I can't be impactful if I am not connected. If I can't surrender, how do I get somebody to surrender? Listen, when you have Jesus inside of you, darkness flees when they see you. If I see a believer always praying out demonic prayers, like prayers, 
a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Instead, pray for souls. Pray for God to touch somebody's life. As for the demons, they flee when you have light. They cannot even come close once you are under the cover of the Most High God. It's when you have taken yourself out of cover, then you are afraid. When there are skeletons in your cupboard, everything that does then you are running. Because you know you, you have skeletons. But when your life is clean and your life is pure, demons see you and they tremble. I always tell them, the pastors that say, I went to cast out demons and I didn't sleep in the night. And Why? I cast out demons, I sleep like a baby. Because I have angels watching over me. So when you come, you come and meet angels. Me, I'll be asleep. The message of the cross is very simple. Very simple. If you can live by his word, there is no fear. You are not afraid of tomorrow because you know who holds tomorrow. It may seem dark today, oh, but you know the light will shine because you know you are living for him. In you I live. In you I move. In you I have my being. All of me is Christ. And once Christ has got me, the world can have nothing against me. Paul says, fear the one who can kill the soul. Not the one who can do nothing. The person threatening your life, he may be dead tomorrow. Let's live for Jesus. Church, let's live for Jesus. You want to go to God in prayer and say, Lord, I want to live for you. I, I want my whole life, my whole life to be you. I, I want when I wake up in the morning, I want it to be about you. When I go to bed at night, I want it to be about you. Everywhere I go, I want the world to see me and they see your light in my life. I want people to come to me and say, what is that light inside of you? I need it. Life is like a puzzle. We just listened to a sermon preached by Pastor Boahima of the Makers House Chapel International, Hope Arena. We hope you were blessed. Thank you for listening.